Thank you for this invitation. Mm, for you. for this song is an invitation into your abode, yes. even into your heart, even into things pertaining to you, uh, which no man can see, which no man can approach. Thank you for Miktrov, for bringing us closer, mm. even mm. by singing to our heart tonight. Yes. Thank you for bringing us even into fountains, into pasture in the spirit. Father, we say thank you. We give you all the praise. Give you all the glory. Give you all the honor. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. Thank you for your mercy tonight. Thank you. Thank you for your angel that is here. Thank you for the work which you have placed in, in his hands, even for to do this evening and days to come. Father, we say thank you. We worship you. We give you praise. Mm. We honor you, Jesus. And blessed be your name. We worship you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed and worshipped. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I welcome you tonight. Just say, say hello. hello. And we say hello to them that are listening too. Amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. We are welcome once again to, to Life Feast. How many of us are happy to be here tonight? Yay. I'm number one. Amen. Uh, God is helping us. Amen. Isn't he? Yes, he is. Amen. He's our helper. Yes. Uh, they just helped us tonight. Yes. Yes. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, that that song was just a song we just moved to yes. in the spirit. It was a it was a song that that they were singing in the spirit. And when that sound came, I and I and I sensed that I knew that uh, it, it was a melody. That they were just singing, and that song mm-hmm. is is a song pertaining to Christ. It's, yes. it's, it's a Christ song. Yes. It's a song pertaining to Christ. Um, there's so much beauty, so much beauty in Christ. Yes. When, were, when I was just singing, all I was just saying is just the beauty in Him. Is yes. Christ is just too beautiful, uh, too beautiful, yes. too beautiful. Uh, when we begin, if if we are not seeing Him, we won't really see how beautiful yes. He is. Christ is just too beautiful, too beautiful. There's, there's so much beauty in him. Amen. Uh, and uh, I just picked it, uh, there was an angel of the Lord here, feet across. And the angel of the Lord just was moving and suddenly just moved us into the spirit, broke us through. So we broke through into the spirit and then we began to access 
melodies uh, that they were singing yes. in the spirit. Uh, yes. No, when they sing about Christ, they are singing about the revelation. Yes. It's it's a light. It's a it's an understanding, and you'll be so surprised. Even what, what ordinary songs like that yes. can bet things in you. Yes. Hunger, yes. hungers that you've not seen before. Hungers that that hasn't been there. You know, if you just allow yourself in the spirit, you just notice that you just break through into hungers, different experiences in the spirit that will begin to fetch things for you. Uh, begin to fetch even substances of fellowship. Even fellowships that uh, we might not have been enjoying before. Those, these things are fountains in the spirit. They are fountains of um, pasture. You know, when we encounter it, they are not just singing just so that we can just have fun and go. Right? Those things are spiritual substances. They are doors in the spirit. Uh, if you can access that door, if you can fetch that door, you notice you, just, you find meal. You find food. You find hunger. Mm. You, you see that you have grace to hunger for yeah. him. You have grace to hunger for more. Why? They can't sing a lo- this, this is actually a love song. Yes. They can't sing this kind of love song to you and you won't be drunken with wine. Yes. It's a love song they are singing uh, you need, and then you need to be open to drink the wine. Eh? This, this, is, this, this is just a demonstration of foolishness. Uh, you see, because uh, the natural mind doesn't understand the things of God, because they are foolishness to Him. Sim- something as simple as this kind of song, like this, you know, oh, what's that? What is your songs? Actually, is accessing the spirit, is a uh, breakthrough, is part in the spirit, pastures. Uh, there are th- from that song alone, there are things you can fetch there that you begin to fellowship with. That over time, that you now notice that God has actually deposited things in you, uh, giving you blessings, so much blessings inside. Father, we thank you. Give you praise. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, those things are not just things that, uh, you know, as I was saying, heaven just do for, for doing sake. It's a, it's a trigger in the spirit. Sometimes they do that to actually catch interest. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the uh, high is a, is, a, is a priestly thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah? You just begin to sing songs in the spirit, mm-hmm. which will begin to move heart. Mm-hmm. And if, if we are sensitive enough uh, to pick so those kind of movement, it's not something that ends where the song, we, we are the one that stopped singing. That song is not, did not end. Mm-hmm. Now, this, that song is a word in the spirit mm. that is being declared. Mm. And if you can find that word, you find, you notice, you, you just find joy, food, feed. You'll be fed in the spirit. So sometimes when you, you, you might even be alone, you know, and then you just notice. You see, that's the funny thing. Sometimes we can, we can, we are, we can limit the spirit in such a way that uh, it's only when we come for meetings we experience such things. You know, it's not just for meetings. It's actually a life. Those kind of expressions are something that should be part of your life. And part of my life. You know, sometimes, you know, you know sometimes I'll, I'll just be at home and just, you know, talking, just speaking in tongues, and suddenly I'll just break into, into melodies. And sometimes my wife will be looking at me, what's wrong with this one? And, right, you know, because number one, my voice doesn't even align with the melody, you know. But in my heart, it's just a melody. I'm, I'm, I'm picking, 
right? And then you just pick the melody and you begin to see it. Sometimes those melodies come, is it just breakthrough mm. in the spirit that just move you yes. into dimensions that you've not mm. been before. In short, they open up pathways and different uh, realms that you've not been before. They, they just introduce it to you by, with such moves. It's a move of the spirit and it's a demonstration, right? Mm. You know, to you, it's just a song, but to heaven, it's not. To them, it's a door. Yeah, because they are doing different kinds of things to entice you yes. and me to know that you know there's fun in the spirit, so much fun. Yeah? But you know, to foolish minds, this is not fun, isn't it? There's so much fun in the spirit. You short, you can't have enough fun in the spirit compared to the natural. Yeah? There's so much fun, so much fun in the spirit that you can access, and just by being drunken with wine. Eh? So much, so much fun. In short, there's enough fun, there's enough substance in the spirit with such moves that you can't exhaust it even in, in, in a lifetime. You can't. You can't exhaust it. Right? Those things are there because the soul needs it. Your heart, your soul, for, it's, those are the things that the soul longs for. Because they are, to you, you notice that you react to the song somehow. It's because your soul can recognize it. It can recognize the content of the song. Yes. To a natural mind, you won't, you won't access the content of that song yeah. by just hearing people sing it. Your heart needs to be connected. Yes. Then when your heart is connected, then you now notice that you're actually fetching content from the song. There's something inside that song that the song wants to do. And you're able to access it and you're able to be blessed from it. Isn't it wonderful? It is. It is a beautiful thing. Yes, Amen. Amen. It's a beautiful thing. I just wanted to take time to just explain that move. Yes, yeah. And most of the time, and you know, and this kind of thing, we see it often, more often. Amen. Amen. Because, but it's it's heaven that pushes it. It's heaven that moves it. Um, my heart, I was just perceiving there is a there is a movement. They are moving us all towards Christ. Towards loving Christ, towards loving Him, it's not easy to love Jesus. It's not easy to love Christ. These, these are the kinds of help we receive that fills our heart, that begins to move us and move us closer and closer. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So welcome again tonight. And we'll begin to, to just talk tonight and open scriptures. Let's open to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Uh, I know perhaps many hearts will be wondering, ah, well, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 sins. What have we been doing there? So I want to ask a question. How many of us have actually gone... To read these passages. Every uh, <laughs> uh, of us has read chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4. <laughs> 1, 2, 3. Yeah, okay, you've tried, you've tried. You know, sometimes um, how you are rich in the world is sometimes how you are able to stay on the world sometimes. And when staying on the world, it's not just, you know, sometimes it could be repetitive. You think, oh, what's this 
but heaven is doing something. Um, you just notice that you are walking on the street one day, suddenly, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 is not far from your mind. This is how heaven drives it in sometimes. Yeah? When you are, are fellowship, you are fellowship and fellowship with it so, so much, they begin to notice that the world is now, is now becoming second to you. It's becoming second nature. Is it for self? To you, the scripture is no longer, that particular scripture is no longer far from you. Abi? Uh, and we need that kind of uh, leading, that kind of training, because it is needed for growth and it is needed for, to be able to be fruitful properly in the, in the, in the Christian work. That attitude needs to be built whereby you are able to stay on the word, fetch the riches in the word, fetch it enough to the point that when you are sleeping, you know the passage that you've been meditating on. And this is, part, this is also part of meditating. Yeah? And I've just been reading First Corinthians 2, haven't I? But heaven has been speaking to us. Heaven has been speaking. But although I have an intent in my heart, but... Uh, I'll see how where heaven will lead us to. Amen. Amen. Um, this little thing I just said uh, is part of what the Spirit will also teach us when we are being um, cautious of the Spirit and when we are being uh, intentional with the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is not just something that is given for uh, giving sake. So that you just become a Christian. The Holy Spirit is a tool. Not just a tool. The Holy Spirit is, is power. Eh? That can cause many things to happen in a man. Yes. Eh? And here's one thing. Feet from. Eh? Here's one thing I'm, I just wanted to say. As we were praying, the thing came to me. And I just perceived that there are some experiences we've missed with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Yes. Because Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit is a well of experience. Yes. It's a well, it's a well of uh, different experiences, right? Some of us were able to, to flow well in some area of the Holy Spirit, but in some area, the, the leading, the, the teaching is lagging, it's lacking somewhere, right? Because we've not been able to fully, uh, what's it called, what's it called, to fully, uh, Excavate. Is it excavate? It's, it's, it's more of experiential. Mm-hmm. I know there's a way we can experience the Holy Spirit in such a way that we'll be so rich of the Holy Spirit um, that would help our journey in the Spirit. Right? And God wants to make sure that we have those experiences. Amen. Yeah? Those experiences are, in, are needed. Why? Because it's because of those, some of those missing experiences. That is why some of our growth yeah. eh, is stunted somewhere. Right? That's why it's hard to understand some things sometimes. Because we've not had enough experience with the Spirit. Amen. And heaven wants us to, to experience them. Because there are so many things that Holy Spirit needs to teach our heart. Gradually as we're growing in the Spirit. And some of us were able to pray well. We are strong. Some of us were able to read Bible well. Uh, some of us were na- were, we are able to do both. Some of us, we are stronger in one area than the other, right? Because of how much experience we have in different aspects 
right? Uh, but he- uh, heaven wants to merge everything, wants to bring everything together yes. in our heart so that we know how to... There are so many things we need to enjoy. Yes. Yeah? Just so many things. Now, I'm just perceiving in my heart earlier that there are just too many, there are some things that we've, we've not learned in the spirit. Mm-hmm. But heaven will help us learn Amen. it as, as we begin to revisit our foundation. Amen. 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 Isn't it? Yes, sir. So don't just be a, a Christian by, by, uh, by words. Because now being a Christian is an is a in thing now. Are you a Christian? Oh, yes, I'm a Christian. But you check it. There's no Christianial uh, substance. Why? Because the word Christian uh, simply just means that these are Christ-like. And they are like, so they, suddenly, they notice that they, ah, this one, they have been with Christ. So they decide to call them Christians, right? They are Christ-like. So there are some things they were seeing in them that means, ah, these people are Christians. But these days, you see, everybody is a Christian. Even, even an unbeliever sometimes can call themselves Christians. Because there is no there is no significant difference, right? There's no significant difference in the the experience and the life the life expression of an unbeliever and a believer. Amen. Uh, one of the things that will characterize our growth is how well we are growing with the Spirit and learning the Spirit. Amen. And we need to learn it to learn it well. Yeah. And let let us know all not be, uh, what's it called? Discouraged. No, you be wondering. Ah, these things that we are saying these days are just are just load. And it's good, mm. isn't it? Yes. They are very good for our heart. Mm. They are very good for us to learn. Mm. Me myself, I'm even, um, I'm, I'm enjoying the the areas, these areas that heaven is beginning to speak to us on. Amen. Amen. Uh, can we open First Corinthians chapter two? Uh, before I proceed, I said how many of us have gone back ahead to read these chapters. Right? I want to ask you, why did you go back to read it? Yeah? It's not hard now. Just tell, just tell me why. Oh, why? What prompts you? It's simple. Uh, just a better understanding, like to fellowship and meditate on it, mm. and to because. We're reading it, right? Going about the, it's been our text for a long time. Yes. Uh, three or four meetings, so five meetings, mm-hmm. I think. This will be the fifth one, I think. Yeah, it's been our text for about five meetings. Yeah. So, um, I think I've heard this, we read it to just stay there. And uh, it just uh, lit up that home that in me because of what I read in verse, verse 10, mm-hmm. verses, but God had. Verse 9 that says, But it is written, Eyes have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. But God had revealed them unto us by his Spirit, and for the Spirit searched all things, yea, the deep, deep things, things of God. God. So, uh, prior to this, I was having a question in my heart from Galatians. Five or Ephesians five, I'm not sure. Uh, somewhere after redeeming the time before, because the days are evil. Um, I think there's another scripture next, right next after 
says um, be not unwise not honest like don't be unwise and comma what unwise meant was that you don't understand the what the will of god is wow. so that that stuck to me and then i kind of started pondering because it's the only spirit that actually reveals mm. the will of god to us yes. so if i'm unwise i'm not understanding what the will of god is that means i'm not pressing into the spirit and being unwise uh, there's no wisdom that cannot i don't know how to understand god's will i can't follow I cannot follow his direction because I'm unwise at that moment. I don't know what his will is for me at that time. But when I'm pressing into the spirit, I'm listening and like I'm connecting with the spirit. Um, in that constant fellowship with the spirit, I believe the, the spirit will reveal the will of God to me at that point. So that actually, that verse actually scared scared me. That being unwise not knowing what the will of the lord is so as i understanding that it says for what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit rather than and which is in him even so the things of god knoweth no man but the spirit of god and now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit which is of god that we might know the things that are freely given up to us mm -hmm. so these things includes god's desire or counsel for me at a given time and this i cannot know without the spirit and also um when i i started reading when he says i i did i for i am determined that means paul said i made up my mind not to know anything about you save jesus christ and him crucified and he said with you i was with you i, I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom but in demonstration of the spirit and of power mm -hmm. so then what i i saw in paul right so what prompted you to go back to read it right yes all these things so because when you you quoted me at first i was reading during the meeting and i was like this is deep deeper than what i think it is so what i saw there is Paul's submission to the spirit to be able to preach to the Corinthians, he said, I was with you in weakness, fear, and trembling. That means I was with you not of my power, but of the demonstration of the Spirit, so that your faith will not be established in man's wisdom, but in the power of God. So it's the Spirit, they, they are teaching by the Spirit. As he said, we don't teach out of the wisdom of man, but we speak the wisdom which the Holy Ghost teaches. So it's the, you could see what the transaction or the the how would i put it the how it, it started from verse one down mm -hmm. to explain the walk how the holy spirit is they are moving with the holy spirit they are they are acting with the holy spirit they are in that fellowship with the holy spirit to even do what god has sent them to do go what god has sent you to do and is trying to bring us into that fellowship with the spirit bringing it down that even that wisdom that is a mystery in god which is christ we can't even know that wisdom except the holy spirit teachers he said the wisdom with the holy spirit teacher comprise spiritual scripture because the holy spirit that brings out christ from the word to you you see christ it will show you christ through the scriptures so there are a lot of things i've actually just been sitting here and just been 
stuck. I was going to even say this happened to my husband when he was on the bed. I was like, I'm just stuck in Corinthians too. I'm just stuck. But I'm not stuck in the in the bad sense, but new things keeps coming up and I'm seeing different things on there. Like it keeps coming up and I'm just like ah it's just to what be the glory Amen. Amen. So what prompted what prompted you to read it? So what what prompted you that I want to know, eh? Yes, sir. <laughs> what prompted you was um, in the beginning of the meetings you mentioned the like the reason why like even before the like I think it was the second meeting or something, you said like you're being led to treat foundation issues. Mm. And I felt so to me, how it came to me was that if I take this demon seriously, then a lot of overcoming will happen mm. in my natural, or mm. overcome the natural so easily mm. with those foundation issues are taken care of. So that's why I went through them, and going through them, the Holy Spirit was relating scriptures with scriptures, mm. and opening more scriptures to me, and seeing, yeah. he opened Isaiah 50 and Ephesians chapter 1, and I was, like it was making more sense, and like you said, that there are a lot of experiences we've missed in the spirit. Mm -hmm. That one too hard to it, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that yeah, that I feel that that's why I'm actually there. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, so I'll continue to read. I read First uh, Corinthians chapter two, um, and I read from verse uh, six. Verse 6 down, it says, Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory which none of the princes of the world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I had not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. But God had revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the Spirit of man, which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us. Of God, which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judge of no man. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to quickly read again verse, verse 11. That says, For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man, 
which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Amen. Can we quickly open Proverbs 20? This one too. This is going to be short, pretty short, isn't it? Proverbs 20, verse 27. It says, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. The spirit of man. What do you say, Kai? Hmm? No, yeah, to, to explain. Eh? Uh, what jumped at you? It's searching all the inward parts of mm. the belly. So what, what about it? I guess. You're laughing. What jumped at me is that it says uh, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Yes. That inward, searching all the inward parts of the belly. That inward parts of the belly means the inward parts of my soul. Okay. Searching it, and it's it's because the Lord speaks to my spirit, and then through my spirit, He's searching. Like I can then see in my soul that this is okay. There is darkness in my soul. Okay. So that's what jumped at you. Yes. Okay. Okay. And say, wow. Amen. 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 So, um, let me quickly, let me just quickly read further. It says, verse 27, said, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. So, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Searching all the inward parts of the belly. Then I'll go back to First Corinthians chapter two. So each time everybody say hmm now, you should be able to explain what that hun is. No, you can, you can of course. It, it just means that something Something was, was, uh, something was, it means you just found something. They say, oh, wow, there's something I'm just here that I've not seen before. Yes. Abby? Yes, okay. Amen. Amen. So I welcome everybody. So First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Let me read from verse 11 again. Uh, pretty much. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man? So for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man, which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now, we have not received... We have received not the spirit of the world, 
but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Amen. Amen. So I'll read again Proverbs 20, verse 27. Say, the spirit of man is the can-do of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. How many of us have seen the Holy Spirit as God's can-do? Is the candle of the Lord. So they were saying that, they're saying here that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. So it's God's candle, it's God's light inside man. Right? So how God illuminates man is true. Because the spirit of, is, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. But there's a work that the Spirit of Man is doing. It searches all the inward parts of the belly. Isn't it? And then, First Corinthians chapter 2 also said that, For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man. That save simply means accept the Spirit of man, right? Save the Spirit of man, which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Right? It's a very interesting passage, isn't it? So, clearly here, there are, Paul is making references in First Corinthians chapter 2, that um, no man knoweth the things of a man, except the Spirit of a man. Which means what is inside you... Uh, there's one thing, one, one, one particular aspect of you that is the knowing, that knows things that goes on inwardly. Right? Because that spirit searches the inward part. Now, I need to explain that carefully. Why? When you talk about the inward part of the belly, it's just talking about the soul. Now, what I wanted to bring out here earlier is... Just to explain why it's important that our spirit is awakened. Isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah. Because if our spirit is dead, yeah. eh, that spirit can't search the inward part. So when the spirit is quickened, it means they resurrected the, the work. So when man died, it is man's spirit that died. What that simply means is, that spirit can no longer be the Lord's candle. Yeah. Which means they shut off the, the, fire, the flame that lightens the inward part. So it's like when you are in the dark, you carry a lamp, and you are beginning to search the area. So this, the spirit of man is what heaven uses, what God uses to actually commune with each and every man. Okay, you, you, you. Okay, let me, let me find you. Okay, let me, what's inside? So if God wants to communicate with you, so the only way he can do that is through your spirit. So that is why it is important that the spirit is alive. However, when we are born again, the spirit is made alive, but is not highly alive. Why? Because you can be more alive in different ways. I mean, not different ways. You can be more alive if you have more spirit. Yes, 
Because the spirit is given in a measure. So measures of spirit, uh, some of us, we just took the tiny one we, 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 we took when we got born again, or when the, the, the day we just agreed, okay, you know what, I want to serve, serve God today. Just took that measure and start working with it. That, that measure is what we've been working with for 20, 30, 15, 2, 3, 4, 5 years. And that measure it, in itself is not enough. Because um, the more spirit you have, the more you are alive to God. Which means the more you are able to pick, you are sensitive in the spirit when God is around you. Not many a time God is around us, we can't even pick it. Because we are too dead. We are too, we are too natural. So simple like that. There are some aspects God wants to touch, but God can't touch it. Because in that area, we are, just too, we are too dead. So when God is trying to touch, wake up now, what are you saying? Eh? You are not even hearing the tap. Because you are, you are when you say dead, you are, you know, you are desensitized. And there's a way, when a dead man is just lying on the floor, touch, the, 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 won't respond. Why? Because the dead man is not even perceiving any touch or anything. So when God wants to move around men and wants to just wake things up, he comes around. But the man will be so dead that you can't pick spiritual signals in the spirit. Yeah? And it will be hard for such a man to actually receive God's blessing in the face value that it should be received. Why? Because you won't be able to fetch the content inside the torch. So when God comes, ah, come now. And you're like, okay, okay, yes, you come. Okay, I love you, Jesus. Bye. There is no, um, how do I put it? There is no, um, uh, there is no test. There's no hunger. There's no hunger. There is no response. We're just dead. And if you look at it, that's one of the reasons why it is hard for God to cure some of our uh, excesses. That's why it's hard. Because we are too dead. Eh? We can be spiritual, highly spiritual, but yet dead in areas, different areas. Because we are not, we don't have enough spirit to discern those things. Right? You know, in some areas we can be spiritual. You know, for example, now, I can be somebody that likes to pray. You know, I feel so righteous and I'm a prayerful person. And please, oh, be prayerful. You need it. It's very important. If you're not prayerful, I don't know even how you survive your Christian work. It's hard. You can, you can hardly survive with, without prayer. You, you can't even survive. You say hardly care. You can't survive. Eh? So let's say you're just one person that can pray where. Pray, 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 pray. You feel spiritual. After you pray, finish. You just sleep back into the, the fleshy design. Eh? So it will be hard to actually perceive what God is doing, what God, how God is moving around you. So you can see clearly why we need more spirit to be alive. The more you have the spirit of God, the more alive you are. It just means the more you can fetch deeper things inside him. When you're talking about deep things in God, it's not, it's not a face value experience. You can only fetch things in God with spirit. Why? Scripture clearly tells us here that no one knoweth the things of it save the spirit of God. Which means if you want to know what God knows, you need to find his spirit. Isn't it? Yes, sir. 
So we need clearly, we need the Spirit of God in abundance, full, too much. You can never have enough. You can never have enough. In short, you should be too drunk. You should be so drunk of the spirit that the people should be saying, "You are weird. You are always in the spirit. You are always in the spirit." Is a good thing, isn't it? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. So, um, as we're saying in First Corinthians chapter two, verse eleven. Let me read 11 again. So, for what man knoweth the things of a man, said the spirit of man, which is in him, even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak not in the words which man wisdom, which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Say, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. So the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. So we see clearly here. Now, the more natural we are, the less, the less we are to receive God's things. The less likely we are to receive God's things. The less likely we are to experience certain riches in God. Eh? Some of our experiences when we were growing up are suffered. Because we didn't have enough. When we were, going, when we were growing up in Christ, there were some experiences we missed. Because you know, we were just rocking the Christianity boat. And just, like I said earlier, we just took that tiny measure. We're just working with it and working with it and working with it until maybe one day God will not help us, give us more spirit, right? Even in those journeys, there are some things we might have missed because we are not sensitive. We are desensitized to certain things in Christ. Amen. Now, it is very important that the spirit of a man be awoken. And how do they wake you up? They have to give you more spirit. They have to baptize you with enough spirit to wake you up. And to wake me up. Amen. Uh, the baptism has to take place in you. You receive it in your spirit, but it has to overflow to your soul. Mm. And, and I wanted to quickly, before, time, before, I, before I explain this, I was just going to quickly explain spirit, soul, body. Why? Because it is very important that we understand what man is naturally. Man is a spirit being. Right? Man is a spirit being. That has a soul that lives in a body. Abby, man is a spirit that has a soul that lives in a body. So the body is just a carcass. Is the is the frame that man is using to just walk upon the earth. But man is a spirit being. So we need to understand that fact. Why? If we don't understand that man is a spirit, then we won't know. Or understand that our spirit needs to be awakened. Because God purposed, if God made man in his image, right? God made man in his image. God is spirit. God that wanted to communicate with man, made man spirit. So that there is a means to talk. Right? If God did not create man a spirit, there wouldn't be any means to talk at all. So God would just create a being that can respond to him. You may be able to respond outwardly, 
Okay, go here. Okay, I'll go. Just like goat. You know, there's a way God can just use goat. Goat. Yeah, move. Go and do something there. Goat does not know God. He just carry That obedience does not even guarantee a goat. He, he higher heavenly. just moving. Why? Have you seen um, this prophet? Balaam. Yeah, Balak. Eh? It was, is it Balaam, right? <laughs> Balaam, Balak. What? That taught Balak to, to cause the children of Israel to stumble, Abi. So it's Balaam, Abi. It's Balaam. So Balaam was going to meet, is it Balak? And on his way, the donkey started talking. Before the donkey was mute, he said, move here, the donkey just stopped. Why? Hit the donkey. Donkey, move now. Donkey did not move. After a while, the donkey now spake, said, ah, are you blind? Can't you see that there's an angel in front of, in front of you right there? And then the angel now began to speak. And I stood but I said, don't go, don't go out. Don't suffer this donkey. It is me that is causing this. Right? That was just a donkey that was able to just sit. But the donkey was just used. They, even, they opened the mouth of the donkey to talk. But all that does not really do much for the donkey. Yeah. Eh? Even it is Balak that they needed to get a message across to. Yeah. Right? So... And a, a goat, a, an animal, is not really, you can't call an animal a spirit being. Right? But man is a spirit being. Man is pure spirit. So when God made man, God made him a spirit. He now made man a living soul. Because God now uh, breathed into him to make him what? A living soul. Now, let's quickly read Genesis. Let's quickly read Genesis. Because we need to understand that man is a, is a spirit being. Which is very, very important. And why it is important that our spirit is awoken. Uh, Genesis chapter 1. Let me read from verse... Uh, it, it. Can you please help me read from verse 26? From verse 26 of Genesis 1. Yes. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the, the sea, sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and, and over. over all the earth, and um, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. earth. So God created man in his own image. Mm-hmm. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Okay. Male and female created he them. So we can see clearly here in Genesis that God made man. In fact, God made both Adam and Eve already. Right? But how is that possible? It can, number one, it can only be possible if it's a spiritual thing. Let's just look at it from that standpoint, right? You can, this can only be possible if it is a spiritual operation. If not, if it's a, sp- a physical thing, you must see both the male and the female. 
But God created man, and then they told us in the scripture here that male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it. So we see clearly here that God has made man a spirit. Man was created in the spirit, was made a spirit. Now, how do you tell spiritual things? Spiritual things are invincible. Right? Now, when you talk about something that is spirit, it has to be invincible. It's invincible because it is a spiritual environment, which is different from the physical. Spiritual things is, is higher than a natural physical expression. So, therefore, you won't see it because it is higher. The higher uh, or the more spirit something is, the more invincible it is. In short, the more spirit you are, the more invincible you are. Now, the less spirit you are, the more visible you are. And it's very simple. What does that mean? It means you are visible to spirit. Spirit can see you, they can identify you, they can play with you, and they can deal with you. Because if they can see you, they can deal with you. But if they can't see you, they can't deal because they are not seeing you. It's very simple. So what, what that means is that in the spirit, there are even different levels of invisibility, right? So the, higher spirit, the more higher you are in the spirit, spiritually, the more invincible you are. means they can't even touch you. Now, you, the, the spirit that are in that realm, that are seeing you, that means they too, they have your stature. Okay, we can see you. We that we are invincible. You too, you are invincible, Abby. Oh, okay. We, we are invisible to some spirit. Some spirit are invincible to some Christians. Very invisible. You don't even see them. Why? Because they are high. They are not natural, physical. Those ones are smart spirit. Yeah? They are not a anyhow spirit. So you can tell uh, this a spiritual content by how invincible that thing is. How do I know too? God is invincible. He's the most invincible creature. Not creature, sorry. Is the most invincible of all things. The things he created are less visible because he's higher than all of them. He himself, if you want to look at God, just look at him as eternity. You know when you think of eternity, you can't even see it. You don't know where it's beginning, you don't know where it's ending. Eternity does not have an end, does not have a beginning, does not have an end. Eh? That's just something that is invisible. Because if you want to think about it logically, you can't even phantom it. Ah, what's this? I can't. It's just invincible. Right? So God is invincible to creation. To angels is invincible. God needs to enable, give some angels some blessings to be able to see him. Eh? Now, when I'm saying that they're not seeing him, doesn't mean that they can't perceive him, they can't have some feel of him. They know there's somebody on the throne, but they are not seeing him. It's a very funny thing, but it's, it's interesting, right? But that spirit, when you say God is the father of spirit, which means God is spirit. The, from the actual spiritual content, they now cut out spiritual creatures. And then when God now made man too, God made him a spirit. Because whatever God would make that he would interact with has to be spirit. 
Right? So God made man a spirit. Then let me journey for that quickly. Uh, I'll go to chapter 2 and verse 5. Uh, let me, let's read from verse 6 actually. Say, but there went up a mist from the earth and watered the old face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breath into his nostril. Ah. Breath into his nostril, the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Eh? So that word, and man became, means they are moving things now. Man is spirit, but now they want him to be both spirit and yet still visible, right? So God formed the doors. From the doors of the ground, God formed man. God formed a body where he will stay. And then God breathed into the nostril, and then God now merged that man that God has created. Eh? Now brought him so that you can see him. He brought him into man. Man was now made, a, he now became a living soul. Him becoming a living soul doesn't mean he's no longer a spirit. He's a spirit, but he has a soul. He now is now residing in a body that God formed. Right? So now, you cannot understand the uh, scripture we are just reading earlier that's saying that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Right? Because man is spirit, but the spirit can access the soul. He can see what is inside the soul. Okay. Touch it. Move it around. Uh, let me see what's... Okay, let you shift. Okay, I want to see something that is hidden there. Why? But man is a spirit being. So that, what does that mean? It means you can't hide from God. You can't hide. Yeah, because God is seeing you. Because he has a candle inside you that is searching all your inward part. And so if you think you want to hide something from God, maybe you are doing something and you know it's not right. And then you think God is not seeing. God is seeing it too. Because there is something inside that they put there that is, is light. Right? And there's a way, if you go to uh, the book of uh, John, chapter 1, then that's, it was talking about um, uh, this is the truth that enlightened every man that cometh into the world, right? So there's a light that is inside the man that lighted every man. He's talking about the spirit eh, of the man. Right? So, when that spirit is dead, it doesn't mean that God can still see it. Just means that it can't respond to God. So when Adam sinned, the lamp was snuffed. Is, is it snuffed or is it what? They sniff the light, and it means man can no longer answer. So when God is talking, come now. No. What's now? What's now using? He's now using the light. The 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 light he has acquired. In his soul to now begin to live, but that is not enough because that is corruptible. So, because that is not enough, God needed a way to be able to reach the soul. Then, God now had to create uh, a technology called resurrection. God had to now make Christ to go die for our sins. What God was doing at that time when Christ died on the cross is so that there could be a means for to resurrect the dead spirit. So which means once you are alive, okay, then 
I can begin to bring you back from the dead. Eh? Once I, I just quick, I just need to quicken your spirit so that I have a way to begin to talk to you. The more spirit we have, the more we are able to move away from the grave or from the dead. Isn't it? Because what spirit does is it quickens you, makes you quick, and then it begins to speak to you, begins to uh, quicken you in different ways that God uh, can give you his blessing. Then it quickens you, quickens you, and then brings you gradually out of the grave so that you can become fully alive. Isn't it? So, let me quickly finish tonight. If you have time, we'll continue later. So God created, uh, God made, uh, Christ died to give us a means to be born again so that our spirit can be renewed, can be recreated, I mean. And when that spirit is recreated, a lot of work needs to be done because the, the, the inward part of the belly now needs to be searched properly and then be cleaned out because all kinds of garbage has been sitting down there. All this while that the spirit is dead, now, the only thing that can help that is for us to have more spirit, right? Now, I can see clearly, I won't say, I don't say clearly, I can tell that there's just so much riches and experiences that if we had gone through them, eh, our Christian work now would be so easy. And some of us, we need to actually check our foundation, our experience in the spirit. Our experience with the Spirit, there are, there, are some, there are some way you would have experienced the Spirit that some things would have naturally just fallen off. Eh? You know, there's a way we can be too hard. When we are too hard, eh? Holy Spirit is soft. There's a way, little, little things that Holy Spirit will begin to just teach. Don't, don't be too hard. Be meek, be gentle. No, those are the little, little things that all girls will start with. In, although we can't learn it finish one day, we have to continue learning all those things, right? How to be meek, how to be, how to be gentle. But that little initial experience of the Holy Spirit actually does a lot of work inwardly when it comes to uh, aligning ourselves nature-wise when, with God. So Holy Spirit experience, hey, I don't even know how to explain this, time has gone. But Holy Spirit experience, there is a lot of riches in there that we can't ignore and we can't deny. Most of the things that heaven wants to help us with, it just needs, we just need more spirit. Some of the little, 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 uh, what's it called? Little, little setbacks we are having. The solution is just more spirit. Yeah? There are some that... God is still working on. But there are some that God doesn't even need to talk too much. He just needs to baptize you and me with more spirit. So we now see clearly that the baptism of the spirit is a very important experience that everybody must go through. And baptism is in measures. Different measures. Amen. Like I said earlier, if we would begin to interact and begin to enjoy the fellowship with God, enjoy things that God has to give us an offer, we need to be awoken in our spirit. What awakens us? More spirit, baptisms, 
blessings of the spirit. So spirit is very key. It's key when it comes to growth. It's very key. Eh? We are able to access things easily when we are filled with the spirit. The infilling of the spirit is something that, uh, that evaded many, many generations. You know, even in the infilling of the spirit, there is more that we ought to experience. Some of us, we experience the spirit, but we don't have understanding in the spirit. And different things. And there are things we need to gather together to make us whole. Eh? Isn't it? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I'll put, it, I'll put a stop to this tonight, right here. And by uh, adventure, heaven will help us continue next time. Amen. Amen. So, as I've said today, you know, I've been talking about these things since anyways, but we just need a lot more spirit. And I believe, I am sensing in my heart that heaven actually wants to baptize us. They want to give more baptism of the spirit. Amen. More experience. They want to make us to enjoy Amen. things in the spirit. You know, some of us, there's a way we've enjoyed the spirit in a token, yes. and we're forgotten about those experiences. Just say, we enjoyed this one. Uh, oh, ah, there was a time I was just speaking in tongue all night. You know, those are good experiences. Too. And then when we check it now, those things are gone. Ah, what's happening? Because we are not exercising. Some of those experiences are, are gone, are diluted. But heaven wants to just help us to be more sensitive in the spirit, to, uh, to learn the spirit more. Because all those things allow us to learn the spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Any question? Hmm? No question? No question. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's just, I guess maybe, um, maybe the of some people, but I feel like um, um, maybe the question is how do you get more spirits? Like I said, it's baptism. So receiving the spirit is baptism. You have to be baptized in the spirit. And you also have to ask for it. There are some uh, disciplines that need to take place eh, for us to receive blessings, right? Uh, in as much as it is God that gives it, but there is a way we all also have to uh, uh, position ourselves. Why? Because there's a way God just pick our interest in certain things. Um, I didn't just jam spirit because I was just walking on the streets randomly and then, you know, my own is not one of those, you know, there's a way, there was, you know, there's a way I, I was, I was in a meeting, they were praying, and then I was outside, and suddenly the power of God took me. My own was not like that. Some people, it happened like that. But even that in itself was just an experience for salvation. But being filled with the Spirit is another thing. Being filled with the Spirit act, actually has to do with journey. Right? As you are journeying in the Spirit, you are journeying and growing in the Lord, you notice you'll be coming into different baptisms because each uh, level will groom you. For the next. So you begin to learn the spirit. When you are learning the spirit, you receive more of the spirit. How? If, you, if I want to summarize everything, it's very simple. How you get spirit is very simple. Read your Bible. 
be, be prayerful. Mm. That's one of the ways. Because very simple. How? You can't get spirit outside Bible. Where spirit is, is inside Bible. It's very simple. So if we want to access spirit, it's not going to come in movies. It's not going to come in series. You can watch it, it's fine, it's awesome. I'm just, it's not going to come there. No matter if you like praying tongues about, uh, from movie, you will not come. It's very simple. Why? Because there's a, there's a way God designed spirit and where he kept it. So God kept access into the spirit in the word. Because the spirit and the word, eh, they are one. So if you want to contact the spirit, contact the word. Study the word. By the time you are, you notice that you are studying, you are studying, you are studying, you are praying. And also ask for it. For help on you. When you are praying, ask for heaven to bless you with more spirit. Give you more. Because it is in measures. And you notice that heaven will begin to arrange you, align you, move you in directions that will give you those things. There was a time, me too, I, me, what I was asking for is just something in, in scripture. I was just praying. Ah, I've been praying for it one day then. One day, I just had like a vision. You know, it's a dream vision. And then I saw a man. He, me, ah, I said, he just showed me, open the Bible. First Corinthians chapter 13. Eh? 13, 14, 15. And I was not talking about the gift of the Spirit. Okay, why don't you ask for it? I said, hey, I should ask. Okay, no problem. I went to, I woke up, I prayed. Nothing happened though. Mm. I didn't know that they were keeping it for a time. Mm. Later, you know, I told me, when I now received it, you know, I told me, okay, well, now you've received it. They didn't even tell me I knew the thing has come. Mm. But I was just there. I, was, I just prayed. Oh, God, give it to me. I want it. Eh? But even though in those in, in in receiving them, that one was just that one is even just gift, right? You have to be led to know which one you even pray for, right? Mm. Now about when it comes to receiving spirit, the only place you will access it is the word. When you are diligent in studying the word, and not just reading it for reading's sake, the more you begin to study it, you notice that you, you are beginning to just access things. Because as you are reading it, Holy Ghost is watching you. Yes. Okay. Mm. Okay. Then when you get somewhere, you don't notice the Holy Ghost will just jump out yes. and jump at you. Okay, I'm here. Mm. It's in different passages of the scripture. And you begin to read them, you just jump at you. Mm. I'm here too. Mm. You read one other, I'm here too. Then you begin to see the Spirit. You begin to learn the Spirit. Eh? You can't find the Holy Spirit anywhere else. So it's Bible. Bible. That is why the scripture has to be your friend. Eh? It has to be your friend, day and night. In short, there shouldn't be too much starvation of the word from you. Why? Even this thing is a problem, even for people that have grown. If you are far from the word, you will be, you just notice that spirit is just going from you, draining, you are drained. When I say drain, it means you don't have life around you because the word you are seeing there, they are life. Yeah. When, when Christ was saying that, the word I speak to you, they are what? Spirit they are spirit and, and they are life. So the word is spirit. So if you want more spirit, read the word. Very simple. Then you notice that as you are joining and as you are studying, as you are giving yourself to the word, you begin to encounter spirit there. 
-hmm. You begin to encounter. You have encounter different encounters in the world that begin to open up. The spirit will begin to teach you the word. It's a two-way thing. You encounter spirit, the spirit will lift and then begin to teach you the word. Eh? You may be reading the word and all you are reading is just letters. You are not accessing the spirit there. But by the time you jump spirit, the spirit will begin to lift the letters. And then you yourself, you know that you've jumped spirit. But when you jumped it, and then the beginning is beginning to explain the word, you now notice that, ah, this thing is explaining the word to me. That is even how you know you are hearing God. No, you know all those uh, thoughts of how can I hear God? How am I, how am I supposed to hear God? How are you hearing God? Ah, I know this man of God that just came. Ah, the Lord said, how? how? It's very simple. It's the word. Yeah. They are not bringing it from. If anybody prophesy a word outside this word, it's not God's word. It's very simple. Because God will not go outside his word. Everything spirit is locked up in his word. Then the word, you notice that it's the word that opens up experiences for you in the spirit. So the word is the, is the, is the passage into spirit. And that's why they call it Bible passages. It's a passage. It then gives you access, your pass, or your pass through. And then the spirit will come to you and then begin to lift the word. And then begin to teach you the word. And by teaching you the word, it's giving you more spirit. So Everything is all wrapped up around those experiences. Word, spirit. Word, spirit. Word, spirit. Why? Now, don't just have the word alone. Why? Some of us, we just have word. Ah, I like reading Bible, Bible. But there is a spirit inside. You have to learn that one too. That one is a, is a, is a person, is a nature. There's a, it behaves differently. Eh? It behaves differently different times. You need to learn it to know okay, how is the word behaving today. It behaves. So, without knowing the word, and learning the spirit, you won't know how he's behaving. Right? Mm. So you have to learn both word and spirit. Those two have to go, they go hand in hand. Eh? There are some people that want to learn spirit and they will leave word. Those ones, they begin to jam evil spirit. <laughs> it's true. Because when you are outside God's word, you are straying away. Yeah. All kinds of spirits will begin to talk to you. You think it's God, but it's not God. Then one spirit will just come, ha, there is a man that's going to come to you tomorrow by noon. And the man will come. You think it's God talking to you, but it's not God. Mm. One spirit has decided to marry yourself to you because you like, you like spiritual things and you are leaving the world. Why? Because the spiritual realm is a different, <laughs> it's a whole big realm entirely. Eh? That if you are not guided... You just go there. Sometimes you just you, you, you can you can go and jam one spirit. You just be wrong mad. What's happening? Is a spirit. You just jam. You know hard, right? However, there is a way God has given us guidance on how to uh, access the spiritual realm. It's through the word. And then when you are fellowshiping with the word, you are fellowshiping with the word. You now notice that spirit is building in you. Why do I say so? The spirit needs word in you to reveal themselves to you. Why? If you are empty, yeah. they, they, there's nothing to work with. Yes. If they want to lead you or teach you or show you something in the spirit, mm -hmm. and they want to teach you something about Christ, and there's no, for God so loved the word, how you, you won't be able to connect. So you now notice that where most of the disconnect is, mm -hmm. is actually because of the lack of uh, experience with the word. Right? 
So even in the, in the, in, in the area of prayer, if you don't have enough word, you can't pray well. Yeah. If you don't have, that's why, if you don't have word, it will be hard to find spirit. To be hard. So word, the word of God is the access into spirit. So that's why you notice when a person is born again, you know, I tell you, okay, come and be reading your Bible. Read your Bible. And they teach how to read the Bible. They teach them how to pray. And then you start learning good doctrines in the word. And then they'll be practicing it. They'll be praying. And you now notice that sometimes in your prayer, God just broke out. Why? You've been fellowshipping in the word, right? Mm-hmm. And when God is coming to you, God has something to come with. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And there is something even, Kenneth Hagin, he says, every time he's seeing vision and God is talking, Christ, Jesus, so Jesus is talking to him. You tell me, show me where it is in the Bible. <laughs> Imagine. And it's not even depending on just his sight, vision that he's seeing. Jesus is talking to me, just tell him, okay, show me in, say, I said I will never accept anything unless you show me where it is in three places in the scripture. And you think uh, Jesus will vex. He did not to just open different passages and give it to him and say, okay, that helped him. What that simply means is he has had enough culture with the word that is even using it to judge spirit, right? So baptism of the spirit is a gift. Yeah? But to receive more spirit, you need the word. More won't come except you are fellowshipping in the word properly. Yeah? So the baptism of, when God told you, they said, go wait for me in Jerusalem. They all went there. They were waiting until I, you know, on the Holy Spirit come upon you and they were all... And they were not even just there, just sitting there and looking at each other. They were also praying. And then Holy Ghost descended upon them. Right? So you, you can see that you, need, you also need prayer. The culture of prayer and the culture of studying the word. And notice that in doing all these things, as you are journeying, something you learn as you, are, as you are growing, right? As we are growing. You just notice that as we are journeying and seeing these things, we begin to encounter more spirit. And then our experience with the spirit will become richer. And richer and richer and richer because it's from riches to riches, different riches in the world. And if it's someone that doesn't like studying world, they just like you know, like scholars. There are scholars that have studied the world, they have they have not encountered any spirit. It's very simple. It's second Corinthians three that is talking to them. Why? It says, For the letter kill it. There's a way you read letter, it will kill you. You even carry Bible and be slaying people. But it is the spirit that giveth life. Right? Which means you need to encounter the spirit of the word for actual life expression to come forth. So it's, that one will take patience. So you need to be able to stay. He's studying and waiting and waiting and waiting. And there was one thing Kenneth Higgins said that baffled me. He was wanting to understand just one thing. One thing. Called spirit, soul, body. He wanted to understand what the soul is. For 15 years, he was studying and burning country. I was like, Jesus is Lord. Ask me, ask. I'm like, how many of us is patient enough for 15 years to understand one thing? Fifteen. Ah, ah. It's not three. It's not two. Fifteen. I'm like, ah, what is this? It just simply means there is a culture, eh? which is the culture of study. That's studious thing. Study the word. Spirit will come. Spirit will come. And if you want to grow, stew, grow better, study the word. Spirit, more spirit. You will now begin to have riches of experience in, in the word. And that one will open another realm for you in the spirit. Because everyone, they trace the word. It's where the word is they go to. 
And if they want to come to you, they come with the word. So if there's no word to access word, it's a problem. You know, it's like it's a secret code thing. They they come first your pass key. You, you don't have any pass key. Okay, sorry, access denied. <laughs> it's very simple. <laughs> okay, you know what? Because we know you, we we'll just give you a little level of access. So please go there. And, but for this, you need access. So you need to you know, find the word ahead. Okay, what's your passcode? John 3.16. Okay, awesome, awesome. Access granted. Boom. We don't notice that flood of experience. Spirit flow. Eh? So as a culture, that's what happened in the world when it comes to accessing spirit. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
I don't. It's a, it's, I feel like that spirit thing is something you have to learn, and you and you are easily pulled out of it. That's true. But then speaking it on kind of keys me in. Anytime I'm feeling like oh. I'm lost, I don't really understand. I key in again, speaking in tongues, and then I continue to flow again. Mm -hmm. And then also because I'm constantly, I know that, okay, I have to constantly be listening to words, listening to spiritual <laughs> messages. That are, that, those two things also help me to. personally to just continue to have a spiritual work mm -hmm. and not just a natural Christian work. work. A spiritual Christian work. Awesome. And that thing she just said is if you, when you start listening to men, right, there are, pe there are people who will challenge that thing, right? And a lot of people don't understand it, mm -hmm. right? And it's good for believers to know why mm -hmm. you do that thing. Uh, like when Bukumi mentioned that. Very uh, Kennedy Higgins, he stayed for to wait on something for 15 years mm -hmm. before he got it. Mm -hmm. Now, in that 15 years that he was waiting, right, something was done inside of him that he was betting something. That thing that was better inside of him was done in him for the body of Christ, not just for him. Yeah. And now, God does not want you to wait 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> so he has done that 15 years for you. Mm -hmm. That's why you should listen to him. Mm -hmm. So you, that thing he has done in 15 years, mm -hmm. by listening to him, he can impart it. Into yes. you. In a short time, you just see a quick walk it happen inside of you. Wow. And that's why you listen to men. Yeah. So people don't understand that thing. Mm -hmm. Right? So they, they misjudge it and mm -hmm. they will tell you, okay, why just listen to one man? Right and all those kind of yeah. things, right? So that thing, there's, there's an understanding missing there that we should do. So I just wanted to add that to what you said. Amen. Thank you. Amen. And they've helped me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Those are, those are things, because me too, I didn't, fall, I didn't fall from the sky. Yeah, it's not as if uh, I didn't just drop. Ah, where did you come from? No, God, God had to plug me somewhere. And when God plugged me and I jam spirit, I know that I don't jam spirit, right? Because learning learning spirit uh, is something like, like I said. So those things, uh, there is there is there is a way they flow and they, how they come, right? Now, me too. I contacted spirit from someone. Because it's actually contagious. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a contagious thing. So when you are, sometimes when you are carrying spirit, uh, when people come around it, they, they too can actually contact what you are carrying. Right? So me, uh, when I started, I just listened to one message. Reverend King preached one, just one. And I was baptized. That day I knew I was baptized with spirit. And there was, there was a time when Renke was telling us his story about one man ah, said um, he was talking about some experience he used to have but has gone. And you know, told him, okay, just come and be listening to the word. And then the person started coming and coming and coming. After a while, I just said, Reverend, this thing is back. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting, isn't it? This back. And why? Because he was able to come under and just stay around 
around. Wherever you are around spiritual things, there, there is not, it's not just uh, a thing. It's actually a, it's, it's an, it's a baptism. It's, it's, an, it's an atmosphere. And that atmosphere, if you can culture it well, you can learn the spirit from there, contact spirit. And then you notice that you are receiving more spirit. God is serving you to receive more spirit and more spirit and more spirit. Hmm? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Any, any question or addition? And, and this one is very, one, that, thing, that thing that I just said is very important. I'm just reiterating what Kevin just said. You know, there's a way someone can just be hearing, okay, this, this guy knows how to talk well. And it's true. But not actually learning the spirit. Because actually, the spirit is something to learn. Yes. Something to learn. Now, when I contacted spirit, I didn't just receive all of them. I began to learn the spirit. Mm. Okay? Sometimes in listening to the messages, how I learned interpretation of, interpretation of the I learned it. How? Because Holy Ghost taught me. Mm. How? As the, I was listening to tapes, mm. I was not there. Before they interpret, I would have received the download. And then, the exa- as they are saying it, I am saying it. I said, oh, okay. Then, I was not just doing that. I was not seeing how they were fetching it. And that one is something in the spirit you see. And I began to see how the thing is coming. Not just that, even tongues. It was, it was not, it was, it was something that was learned in the spirit. So when you are around uh, people that you see something, there's a way you just see it, learn it. Yes. Oh, okay, that. So yeah. there's a way you pick it and yes. learn it in the spirit. Yes. It can be learned spiritually. Yes. If you are spiritual, just arrange yourself. Ah, I like this thing, no. I want it. You can learn it. Because the spirit, yes, okay, okay, all right. Once you're around it and the thing is operating, operating. You just come, flow. You, don't, you just notice that, oh, I've been baptized with this thing. Yeah. Very interesting, isn't it? And just learn the spirit. I just, I just, just tapes. I will be full of the Holy Ghost. And then as tongue was, before the tongue came, I'll pick it. Our tongue is about to come. The tongue will come. As, after the tongue finish, and then, Pastor, make you come and interpret. You'll be wondering, as his spy in Nigeria, I learned it from him. And reverend. Too, and you sometimes you now notice that some of those expressions you see it in some of us too, is because we just we picked it in the spirit, and it's not you know that thing that Kevin was saying is not it's not copy copy it's not because you know some people will be saying oh ah, this is why you just this it's spirit there's something to learn, and it's it's heaven that blesses with it, amen, praise the Lord, hallelujah, amen. Any other question? No question? Okay. Amen. Amen. Let's just begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We worship you. Hallelujah. Glory be to your name.
Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. We appreciate your, your word. We appreciate your love. Father, we bless your name. We worship you. In Jesus' name. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We thank you for the teachings of your spirit tonight. Father, we ask that by your mercy you continue to uphold us in your spirit. That the grace to learn your spirit, that you begin to move in our heart in the name of Jesus. Father, help us to continually apply ourselves to wisdom. Let us begin to learn precious things from you and in you in the name of Jesus. Father, the blessing of your spirit, Father, you would put upon all of us in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask for more blessings of your spirit. Father, even in any area where the learning of the spirit is missing, we ask that you begin to quicken us in the mighty name of Jesus. Help our heart to learn your spirit more and more and more and more. That we'll be filled with your spirit out until we are full. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. You dwells between the cherubim shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for